Hey, hey, good times here today on this Monday morning. If you'd like to join the conversation, 715-845-2155. What's the topic of the day? Well, Kevin and I, Kevin Hermaning, and I just had a chat about all kinds of topics. I know I'm going to share at some point during the course of the morning if you missed the brilliant Chris Conley commentary from this morning. I'm going to share that with you as well because it's worth repeating over and over and over again. We've got local elections coming up. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation this morning. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Patrick, hey, a um, couple of points on immigration, right? So if, if Democrats really wanted to secure the border, they absolutely would. They, they just simply don't want to. And they do a great job of spreading the blame around so that everybody, you know, acts like, you know, they're concerned. But really, they've been called out by their own constituency, and it's been brought to light, so now they have to act like they're doing something. You know, second point on immigration is biggest misconception that people have about the electorate and illegal immigration is they think Democrats want them to vote. Absolutely, they do if they could, right? But they don't need them to vote, Meg. They only need them to be counted in the census. Oh, it hurts to hear that. You're right. Um, hey, I, I got to ask you this. Does it, it Does it aggravate you as much as it does me? that we would tie any kind of action at the border to more funding for the war in Ukraine? Yeah, absolutely. Like you were saying before, they're, they're two separate things, but, you know, politically it's what they've always done in the past. You know, we don't have a, um, and I hate to get on Republicans, right? But I don't, I don't measure the politician. I measure by what they accomplish and what they do. Is it, does it move our party forward? Does it move our party back? And we have this, this tradition, which is a poor tradition, of tying funding into everything and making a big mess so that nobody can uncover what's really going on. And all the local politicians, or I should say the, the, the congressmen that are bringing all these, this money back to their own states, right? It's like monopoly money at this point, though. I mean, how many more billions of dollars does does Ukraine need to enrich the oligarchs and Zelensky and what you know, whatever else we're paying for the pensions of of the workers in Ukraine? Why? Why are we doing it? It makes no sense to me. Well, he's got the dirt on Biden, right? They've got all the documents. They have everything over there. So it, I look at it as it's hush money, mm-hmm. right? Keep on giving Ukraine money. And all those documents and all that evidence is going to just stay hidden until after Biden is out of office. Yeah, well, and then it'll be too late. But we can certainly, we, we, when you say out of office, let's let's hope and pray and work hard for I, a I, one term. Yeah. I, Meg, part of me is like, and I hate to say this, but like if things don't turn around after November, I, I think we're already too far, too far gone. I think I our country is headed for a bankruptcy. I know, I know. I I have the same same grave concerns, and yet I think there are so many people that live among us that aren't plugged in and aren't engaged and have no clue what is what we're in store for. I mean, they're just they're just not paying attention. And I think the average person, you're right, they're not paying attention, and they they've just given up on politics altogether, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember back way back in the Bush era, right? We we had George W. Bush as president. 
we had, as conservatives, we had the House of Representatives. We had the Senate. And we did nothing. Well, other than enrich those that perhaps kept them in office. And that's another, you know, that's even another topic that infuriates me is that how much say do the American people actually have once they're, you know, whomever, once whomever they vote for is in office to begin with. I mean, is it all just about you pick, pick a complex, but the military industrial complex, if they're being enriched, you know, is that, is that how the candidates, at least in Washington, continue to benefit? Absolutely. I mean, in Washington, for sure, even some people here in our Wisconsin legislature, right? Political self-preservation is number one. Always had it. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Well, uh, that's that doesn't even describe it accurately, but it's it's infuriating to me. And, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I mean, to get people's attention, to, you know, to like grab them by the shoulders and shake them and say, come on, we we're we're this is it this is we're we're nearing the end with regard to our great country and and you know i don't know if if people are that wide awake and you know as a friend often has said to me america or americans are not going to change their behavior until they feel real pain and have americans yeah. felt enough pain yes is it bad enough yet right? yeah, the big right. question is it, is it bad enough yet um but i still believe in voting I, you know, remember Rush Limbaugh always used to say, if you can get enough conservative voters out there to vote, no amount of fraud will ever supersede you. Amen. I agree. Absolutely. Well, Patrick, great chatting with you this morning. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. 715-845-2155. Good morning. You're on with Meg. You know, good morning, Meg. With all due respect, I believe that Biden is nothing but a puppet controlled by Obama. It started with Black Lives Matters, destroying our culture, our way of life. They actually still hate the white man. They tear down our statues. Even Robert Lee, the, the South of Mason Dixie, should be mad as hell when they took down the statue of Robert Lee. He was a hell of a lot better than that drunk Grant that went throughout the South murdering and killing and burning up houses. You know, I, I just, um, these blacks, they want to tear up our streets and everything else. Now, one of them got prosecuted. They're still complaining they didn't get their 40 acres and a mule that Lincoln promised them. You know, I don't mean to sound racist, but you know what? All the drive-by shootings, all these gangbangers, all these, you know, they're shooting up the streets and they're killing their kids in the process. You know, it's... They, they want to destroy our culture and our way of life. They want to do away... They. They, they think that uh, we're undeserving of this nation. You, you know, know I, I, I'll add to that, too. This is Steve, right? Yeah. Oh, you know, I just think of even about the whole uh, George Floyd situation in Minneapolis and the businesses that were burnt down to the ground and destroyed. It, predominantly black neighborhoods, black-owned businesses. They're, I mean— what it is is they uh, they targeted their own and they burned down their businesses and destroyed their livelihoods. Probably many of these protesters came from either out of state or out of the area. They have no vested interest in the neighborhood that they burned down. But uh, and you know you could you could say the same thing about Kenosha and the protests there. And you know and it's just perpetuated. Honestly. You know, we can we can 
criticize uh, uh, blacks that are inflicting violence and harm on blacks, but then we can also talk about the angry white liberals and how they are really, they benefit from continuing this divide between uh, whites and blacks or, or, or whites and non-whites. And I mean, that's how they continue to maintain their, wherever they are in office or what the position that they have or the ability to control the minds of those uh, that are, are, you know, ultimately suffering. Yeah, I, I agree. But you know what? Um, everybody hates the white man, but they got their hand out for our money. And they got their, they want freebies. We got the veterans, Afghanistan veterans, Iraq veterans, Vietnam veterans out in the street, no money, living in tents, out in the cold. And they're giving all these illegal immigrants phones, uh, credit cards, and housing. I'm telling you, it's enough to make a man sick to his stomach. Well, I agree. You know, and it, how long has it been going on? This, I mean, this attack on white males. I mean, we've we've seen it. Uh, you know, and I don't watch much television any, anymore. But I mean, going back to even uh, some of the stupid shows on on television where the the white male is mocked in every way, and the white male is is made to look like an idiot, and and you know who's who. Who stands to benefit from that? I mean, it, I I don't see that as being a uh, you know a, a I guess something that will help the United States of America as they continue to tear down the white male in this country. You know what we uh, us us whites we don't piss on ourselves, cut and run. <laughs> we can't call nine one one. We deal with it. We don't have to rat pack five or six on one white man. We fight one-on-one. -on -one. You know, they, they like the Rat Pack and everything else. They come to Wisconsin, and we see them kicking our cops in the head or punching our police. We're going to lay them to the ground. We're going to beat the living crap out of them. We ain't going to tolerate. We ain't no New York. You know, we're, we're just, I mean. No, you're we, talking, are you, are you referring to those illegals that were in New York and that, that actually assaulted New York police officers? Have you seen that report? Yeah, they kicked them in the yeah, head. I've right, seen that video. Right. They kicked them right in the head, and they let them go, and they came out giving us the finger. Right, right. The, and the, that's... the hell with the judicial system, the due process, the law. That's these liberal, gay-loving Democrats, excuse me. They just they don't honor the Constitution, the rule of law, or the due process of the law. It's enough to make you sick to the stomach. I see anyone doing that to a cop, I don't care. I'm stopping my vehicle, and I'm going to get out and... Defend the it, cop. You know I mean? Defend the cop. Right. Yeah, I mean he's he's part of our society. You well, know, hey Steve, I'm going to take a few more calls. Sign off with your extra awesome saying. Later on, stay strong. Got to go. Got to roll. Don't you know? <laughs> All right, that was a little different th today. Hey, thanks for calling in, Steve. I appreciate it. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. If you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Well, good morning, Meg. Tim from Lublin. Oh, hi, Tim. How are you? Not too bad. I just wanted to bring up something a little lighter on this Monday oh, in light of all going on in the world. Have you followed at all what's hap happened of all things the uh, hip-hop rap charts with Tom McDonald at a, and the debut rap for Ben Shapiro from this weekend? Oh, my gosh, no. I don't, I, I'm, you know, I'm not much of a, uh, a, a hip-hop kind of gal, but fill me in. Fill us all in. Okay, well, they, came out, they just came out with a rap called Facts. Tom McDonald, I'll put to you bluntly, 
His outward appearance is extremely grotesque. If any of your daughters ever brought him home, your husband, being a good man, would say, no way in hell. But his rap has always been clean, concise, and very pro-American. He decided to team up with Shapiro on this thing called Facts, and I watched the whole weekend when I, when I was down with a cold, a bunch of reaction of a lot of hip-hop uh, people who just would watch it for the first time, and they were all just awestruck and could not believe when Ben actually started rapping on this song. It is number one on Apple iTunes for download. Hmm, interesting. I just looked him up. Canadian rapper, songwriter, and former, does it actually say professor? No, mm -hmm. before, oh, professor, oh my gosh, no. Former professional wrestler. Oh, I guess he's wor worth looking into. I do like I do like wrestling. I think it's kind of a fun, uh, f fun, shall we say, sport mm -hmm. to uh, to watch. But yeah, he's he's um, not a looker, shall we say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, well, I'll I'll have to check it out. But uh, you know, I spent uh, quite a bit of this weekend uh, listening to and watching Tucker Carlson interviews, and there's some really disturbing ones. I mean, it's it, there's only so much a person can take of. Uh, yeah. Of you know of any of this before you just sort of need to take a break and really uh, look at something, I don't know. Yeah. Watch a cartoon or something. Some you know a cartoon from maybe like the seventies because I don't you know I don't know. <laughs> I, I it's it's too difficult otherwise to stomach some of this. Oh, I understand that because I saw that whole thing with Tucker too with the, the guy about Ozempic. Yes. And, the, and how how they want to make this a requirement for life. You yes. Know, what, what a money-making machine! I mean, welcome to being a lab rat. Yes, well, it's it's the uh, pharmaceutical, the biopharmaceutical complex, and and really, there, there's really uh, the objective isn't to cure people; it's to continue to make them sick, so that mm -hmm. the big pharma companies can continue to profit off of. And and it's only half. I mean, this is what's. You know, and I, I would imagine, like you, like me, you were probably your reaction was probably, well, none of this surprises me. I mean, it's sort of horrifying to hear about it, but to realize that this is happening in America, and the pharmaceutical companies are taking advantage of the fact that the overwhelming—I think it was like eighty percent of Americans are overweight, and fifty percent of teenagers are overweight and mm. that is just a dollar signs in the eyes of the pharmaceutical companies and they they see it and and they're looking at future profits and it's not that they don't want the government to maybe say modify the food pyramid and tell people to assess their eating habits and to change their lifestyles no no you can continue eating your twinkies and doritos and diet coke or whatever else People, the Americans consume fast food, and just take this drug. It will, it will keep you alive so that you can continue, you can continue taking the drug because we want your money. But it certainly won't do anything to solve any of the health problems that you have. They don't want that. They certainly no, they do don't. not want that. Oh, it's terrifying, Tim. Yeah. Well, that's why I was looking at this whole about this rap video with Ben Shapiro. I wanted a break from all that yeah. for a little bit here and. Maybe it's a suggestion for you to do sometime. Ben takes yeah. shots at Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Lizzo. He has, a, he has wow. a lot of fun with it. And the fact he's got a number one hit first out of the gate, well, 
maybe there's another career for him. Interesting. Well, I'll he's, have to. Yeah, he's, he's got. He came up with his own uh, stage name, Jupac. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's funny. I like that. Well, Tim, I'm going to let you go. I'm up against the news. Thank you so much for calling in. I will check out Tom McDonald. The uh, I don't know. I used to say crap rappers, but I guess he would be hip hop. I'll check it out for sure. Thank you. Sure, no problem. Have a great day. You do. Thank you. Going to the 9 o'clock news, followed by my next guest this morning, former lieutenant governor candidate, Will Martin. And uh, I know that there is great. there are great things in store for him. Stay tuned on the Meg Ellison Show. Our conversation, we will talk about uh, state waste, fraud, and abuse, and uh, some of Will's brilliant ideas to remedy those situations. Stay tuned on the Meg Ellison Show on WSAU.